When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire-powered Toyo four-wheel drive tyres. Get a free wheel cover. Summer scorch your sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. I'm looking at you, I'm better Australia will try and get it away, and they've got some space here. McGree plays it into the feet of Leckie. Leckie's one-on-one, gets to the edge of the box, cuts around, back to his left. Leckie strikes! Matthew Leckie has put the Socceroos in front! Good morning. If you're just waking up, it's Thursday morning, 6.02am. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you on, well, an eventful day, a famous day in the history of Australian football or soccer, whichever way you look, Australia are through to the round of 16. Bryce Gibbs, uh, mate, I'm, I'm... Wow. Oh, Miles, how good. How bloody good was that? <laughs> Unbelievable scenes over in Qatar. It, Unbelievable. It's We've done it. We've I'm, got through. I'm trying to think of where this sits. It's probably going to be the theme for at least the first hour of where this sits in the realm of Australian sport and probably a great producer out the back of uh, Kimbo on the Roots, Benny Palmer, who's doing all the soccer, said he was on the phone to Archie Thompson before and he said this is actually a bigger feat than 2006. Is that right? He said the team's way weaker. Well, it's, it, it'd have to be right up there in uh, when we're talking about you know Australian sporting teams uh you know achieving great things and i mean we're through to the round of 16 and it it hasn't stopped though graham arnold's come out and said this we're still got a job to do so they're still determined as ever but uh i mean the performance that they put out last night against a very good danish side it's it's absolute hats off to our socceroos this we're watching uh the tv at the moment the scenes in fed square are crazy there's, it looks like there's a brush fire on Flinders Street. Thousands of people going absolutely bunter. There's flares going off. There's absolute it's mayhem. It's mayhem. <laughs> it's uh, it, shades of this. Is this? Is it nearly this worthy? Tell you what, any boss who sacks anyone for not turning up. To... <laughs> oh, oh, is it? It's not there. It's not winning the America's Cup because we haven't won anything. We haven't. But I'm not big. I'm big on not celebrating unless you're like too hard. Well, we're given not much chance to do anything in this World Cup. We didn't have any chance to really win outside of, you know, the mad Socceroos fans and, and Australian people. Not many people would have given us a chance to win a game, let alone two in a row, which we've done for that's the first time we've ever done that at a World Cup. And to go through to the round of 16. For only the second time in uh, in Socceroos history, um, it's a it's a pretty amazing achievement. Now let's paint the picture because it, it's what's happening right now in 
the other group of which we're going to going to play. I'm not sure what letter it is, but it's one of group them. Group C. Group we'll play C. Play the winner of Group C now. Now these two games are on at the same time. So Saudi Arabia are playing Mexico, and Poland are playing Argentina. Now it's nil all in both games, but we're about 34 minutes in of both games. As oh, there's a really good shot there by Argent- one of the Argentinian Argentina. players. But just paint us a picture here because the results of these two determine who we play. Yeah. Now, if we play Argentina, we're in a fair bit of strife. We play Poland with... It's another tough one. It's an element of strife. But we're kind of hoping we get Saudi Arabia. So there's plenty that can happen. And we, we, only, but we beat Saudi Arabia not that long ago we, which, in a game. We've, so, we've done this about four times before we've gone on air. And each time we've nearly read out a different <laughs> scenario. So And out of breath. Yeah. So the So if Argentina win, we'll play Argentina. And that's irrespective of the Saudi Arabia Mexico result. Correct. Yeah. If if Poland and Argentina draw and Argentina uh, and Saudi Arabia draw, we'll play Poland because they're top of the table, the table at the so moment. So all draws Poland. Argentina win irrespective of all results, Argentina. Yep. And then there's a chance we can play and if, Saudi Arabia. And if it's a draw and Saudi Arabia win, we play Saudi Arabia. Which is, so we're, we're fingers crossed here for the next. Because they'll jump both Argentina and Poland. And we want Saudi Arabia. Oh, there's a penalty here in the, in the Mexico-Saudi Arabia game. And it looks like it's to Mexico. Which wouldn't be a great result oh, no. to play. Jeez, what a pump up over the first six minutes to get a result. Is it Mexico? No, it's Saudi Arabia. That's Saudi Arabia. I don't know. There's the... too many TVs. There's too many highlights no, going I don't on know the, the colours moment. here. It's, it's all happening. Um, it's a penalty to Saudi Arabia. They, uh, Saudi yeah, Arabia, Mexico it is. have yeah, to be the dark it green. Is. It is. So this is good. So if 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 this. Happens. If he kicks this and this this game stays a draw like it is, we, we get play Saudi. Saudi Arabia. That's if they can hold on which means, and win. Which is our, probably our best hope of getting through the round of 16. Yes, that's well, correct. <laughs> we could go off in here shortly. Fed Square will be going off, i tell you that much. Well, we, They'll I'll, still I'll, be going off. Where's the party in Adelaide, do you reckon? Mosley, like in the, the Glenelg Square, is that where it is? Do we open up the uh, the doors here at uh, SEN Studio Lumo, One King Will, and, <laughs> Come and just on down. get everyone in and uh, let's start uh, cheering on everyone? There's a few beers in the fridge out the back, courtesy of Hutch. We could just <laughs> turn a party on or something, couldn't we? Well, they're gone, are they? Jake's has knocked them all off. Um, wow. It's a, what a morning of sport. It's, uh, it's certainly all happening, and there's going to be a, a few tired Australians this morning because... Uh, oh, they've missed a penalty. I don't think it actually was a penalty. It wasn't? I don't think so. Yeah, Unless it on... got waved off by VAR. I think it's been... Wa- it was on the spot. He got waved off. Or he was... I think he was injured it... because he's come off. Now, now, Lionel... What are they? Now, now Argentina have got now a Argentina penalty. Now Argentina have got a penalty <laughs> for Messi. Oh, oh it's been saved. <laughs> what? That's enormous. Oh, my goodness. So he's flushed it. Oh, the this best is player good. in the world's just uh, 
That's an unbelievable save. To put away from the spot. This is uh, this is crazy scenes. Well, anyway, anyway we'll, let's straighten up. <laughs> right, we'll keep an eye on it. Now, uh, big show coming up. Tim Gossage from SENWA. He's always a great chat there, guys. So we'll have a chat to him. The Phantom, we're going to talk about how to set up your Supercoach leagues with mates. Uh, Brett Marta talk 36ers. Then Arlo, the, our man, Billy the Kid. Billy Dowling from the Adelaide Crows. He'll join us. Uh, and then we're going to have a chat to Matty Penner and Annie O'Neill uh, from the Strikers. They're bringing the WBBL trophy to us here in, in studio. studio. Oh, so looking forward to that. Um, jam-packed. I, I, I don't know how. This is going to be really – we might have to turn these off through the first hour. We're getting a bit well, sidetracked, I wanna but that's put, all good. That's I want to put it out on the on the text. I want to put a couple of things out. 0427 154 166. For the soccer fans, where does Leckie's goal sit in the scheme of Australian World Cup goals in of the modern era? So that's the Aloisi strike to get into the World Cup. Against Uruguay to put us in, yep. And then the Cahill one. The Cahill one was pretty special as well So against the Netherlands. Where does the Leckie goal sit against the Aloisi and the Cahill goals? Or where does this sit in the scheme of Australian sport? Now... I'm probably one of the ones that's really guilty of this would be the only time I would ever I, I'm a I'm a bandwagoner. Like I, this is the only time I'd ever watch the soccer It's fair to say. Did you get up for it last night? No, absolutely not. No, nah, not yet. No, nah, well it, it's because I can But the yeah. Well, I was also Look, I might have had a red last night. You uh, it was your birthday <laughs> yeah, yesterday. So, so was... uh no doubt out for dinner and uh, a couple of reds, but that's okay. But we'll forgive it, you. It's I mean, the next one I'm definitely like wouldn't miss the next well, one. For I the think world. it's Sunday morning, five thirty, is the will be the the our next game. Dude, that's going to be 16. a long day for me. I've got trackside all day Sunday. Well, are you in or are you out now? Oh. I just heard you say you're in. Well, <laughs> I, do you remember where you were in the 2006 round of 16 game v Italy? Yeah, I, 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 I was watching it on the couch. It's one yeah, I was memory it couch, I yeah. have absolutely At imprinted home. in my mind. Yep. Now. Not to haunt anyone, this will get a little bit of a run today, but this is, to bring back a memory, this is what happened. And still Grosso, he's done brilliantly, play on, says the referee. Now it's going to be a penalty kick for the Italians. Lucas Neal cannot believe it, and Fabio Grosso has won Italy the chance of snatching this one in the very last second. Grosso lumbered on, Neal went to ground, Grosso fell over, his So that was, in, that was the last time Australia was in the round 16 of the World Cup in 2006. It was their only, it's their only round of 16 and their only game in it. And controversially wasn't, I don't think it was a penalty. Grosso went divo. He went down against yeah. Lucas Neal. Yeah. And, and they, to the point where FIFA actually came out and apologised a couple of weeks later. But I, I remember I, I was, I was at uni here on North Terrace and I thought, I'll go down and have a couple of beers after uni. And then that turned into a few more. And then I thought, geez, I might just watch it. And I watched it at the stag, you know, at the end of Rundle yep. Street. But the scenes, I couldn't comprehend the scenes I saw on the street after Italy got through. There were guys going up and down Rundle Street at early in the morning with the Italian flags and flares. They were 
like the Australian supporters. Do you remember everyone had a Socceroo scarf then? Yep. Like everyone had a Socceroo scarf and or a jersey. That people that had never supported the game really just getting behind, getting behind the boys in that in that time, um, as we've seen this year as well. So I dare say they'll. Uh, all the Australians will be dusting off those old scarves and hats and jerseys for uh, for Sunday morning. There's no doubt about that. Well, I think I'd still have my scarf. Um, but, yeah, I, I went uni, stag hotel, pretty well straight back to uni. I think I might have had a lecture there <laughs> nice and early in the morning. <laughs> I reckon about three weeks later I left uni. So I was like, no, nah, that enough. Well, you wouldn't have been the only one a little bit dusty, I don't reckon, at, uh, I, at that lecture. It, it's funny about those memories. I don't have yeah. too many around 05, 06. Yeah. You know, we're finishing school and, you know, it's a long time ago. But I remember that distinctly. I remember the TV. I was watching it on in in the Stag Hotel. Well, Miles, you can cre- <clears throat> excuse me. You can create another memory on Sunday morning. Jeez, 5.30. Let, we should, do you want to pick a pub and go then? I'd go if I had a couple of mates. Because I can have a beer, well, then go you, and have a bit of a snooze well, and start trackside at 11 o'clock. Well, I tell you, there'd be plenty happening in and around the city. There'd be people out and about everywhere. There will be. For sure. Where, is it, where are you going to? If you're, Are you already lining up a party? 0427 154 166. Well, give us a call. 1300 736 736. Where does the goal sit? And where, what does this moment, where does it rank in the history of Australian sport? Because I know we played the Bob Hawke one with the America's Cup. For me, that is, that's going to be one of the ones that's very, very, very hard well, to And top. let's not get too far away just yet because we're still alive. Like, I know whatever team we, whatever country we play against in the in the round of sixteen, whether it is Argentina, Poland, or Saudi Arabia, it's a World Cup, and absolutely anything can happen. No one's expected us to get this far, so the the celebrations might oh, not have finished just yet. Geez. Milo, <laughs> just don't write don't just, write the Socceroos. I'm off not just I'm not yet. writing them off. I, I tell you what, I'd be a lot more confident if, as we're watching this game, and Mexico wind up shot still nil all both games. I'll be a lot more confident if it's Saudi Arabia. If it's Argentina, uh, well, anyway, let's go to our first break. And we do it all thanks to Thai Power. Their buying power puts the power in your lane. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. Let's talk World Cup. Give us a call. We've got a Signet Power Bank to give away. Best text, best call. 0427-154-166. Back in a moment. Montan Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Good morning. SNSA Breakfast Live from SNSA Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Just gone 6.20. Two games running at the moment. Nil all for both games. And well, have they changed... We lost the Argentina game. No, nah, it's half time. Half time there. Argentina all over them, and Mexico have been all over Saudi Arabia. Um, a, miss, a missed penalty too. Lionel Messi had a, <gasps> a penalty penalty opportunity against Poland, and it was saved. So that's uh, that's pretty big. It's, we're going to get to cricket a little bit later too. Oh, it's a close one there too from Saudi yes. Arabia, who we're hoping for. Um, $13 million goes to the teams from FIFA that make the round of 16. What that's going to do for for Football Australia, what's the Football Australia thing? Football Federation Australia, FFA, is it? Yeah, I think I think that's correct. Uh, $13 million for that. 
But there's also other flow-on effects because after 2006 with the round of 16, the, the surge of kids to play, it's a bit like a team winning a flag in the AFL, isn't it? Like they get a surge of members and then if the, the AFL has a big close season, they see an increase in kick numbers, don't they? If oh, it's Absolutely. It, yeah. It's significant. Um, and we all know AFL dominates, is the, the dominating code here in Australia. Well, it, yes. It, 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 tell that to someone in Queensland and you get your head kicked in. Yeah, well, the facts are <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and Shout out to our Queensland yeah, listeners. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it, it puts soccer, football back on the map for – and keeps them relevant for probably the next four years and until the next World Cup, really. Are we, we're one of those nations, though, have we put enough into it? Because we're one of those nations that if we're not good at something, we then go right back to the grassroots, we start, and then we go, we're going to become good at this and, and get better at this, and then set, you know, they'll put a goal in mind, a bit like Brendan Gale at the Tigers, and go, um, we want a flag in, you know, build a dynasty flag in five years. Is this where the FFA or Football Federation Australia, whatever one it is, come out and go, you know what? Let's look at in kids right now, say they're five, let's look in 12 years' time. So what's that? Two more World Cups, the one after that. Our target is the the, the back five and then just pour money into it to try and get better. Well, yeah, I mean, it all comes back to participation and, and kids, kids seeing it. So... That's what we just spoke about before. The, the deeper they go, the more exposure they're going to get. Kids are going to see. Kids are going to be sitting at home watching watching the news, watching the highlights, and go, "Wow, I want to, I want to do that." And we, we see a lot of kids that play soccer here in Australia. They're actually quite talented at other sports too. And we've even seen a couple of boys in the draft go in in recent days that only a couple of years ago they had to decide whether they wanted to continue going down the soccer path or or take, take up AFL and, and choose to, to go down that path. So um, oh, there's no doubt you'll see a surge of of participation and, and kids wanting to play for the Socceroos after, after especially making it to the round of 16 and, and potentially further. And it's a good lead-in too because we're hosting one next year. We are. The, the Women's World Cup is here in Australia uh, next year. Which is amazing. And our girls go pretty well. Sam Kerr. As well, so... Uh, it could be a big twelve months for oh, huge football slash soccer. Huge, not according to AJ. No, AJ's not a fan of the. Round, I like this uh, the world game. The Socceroos win is up there on the same level as when the Crows won the only AFL wooden spoon in South Australia. Great times. I'm I'm really loving AJ's input. He's uh, I, he hasn't missed there, has he? He's well. I, I kind of don't mind it. We've we've <laughs> we've put it out on the text this morning. Where does where does he sit? In your scheme of Australian sport, but also where does Leckie's goal sit if you're a diehard um, tragic of the of the world game? Where's Leckie's goal sit between Aloisi and Cahill? Where's, how have you got them? Well, I think if you compare it to Aloisi, uh, the Cahill one, the Cahill one was unbelievable. Like a volley on the full, um, outside the box, I think it was. Uh, in a, in a, but it was in a losing game to the Netherlands, which we didn't make it. This, in terms of the significance of what it has made us progress into the round of 16, it was a, it was a great assist from McGree, but it was nearly a solo effort to, to dribble, fake, 
um, strike it on his left boot and, and hit the, the far bottom corner. Like, it was a pretty special moment. Not going to lie. Not, uh, haven't heard much about Leckie. Apparently, former former Adelaide United. or got a connection there somewhere. He played at Adelaide United. Yeah, yeah he's currently playing for uh, Melbourne City in uh, in the A-League. Is he, for the rest of his life, he could do sportsman's nights right around soccer clubs, right around at Australia, and he can talk about that. But absolutely, but he could talk about that for the next thirty years. But he's not only had that moment; he he's played a huge role in all three games. Like he's had an impact and been been an, uh, an absolute headache for for other nations in in all three games that we played so far. So um, I think he he assisted uh, Craig Goodwin's goal. Yeah. So he, he's been brilliant this this whole campaign. We've got to jump. To another quick word from our partners, 0427 154 136, We want to hear from you this morning about where this sits in the scheme of things. We are going to talk some cricket, but it's, well, we've all, we're all excited. I'm, I've only just become excited, which we'll probably talk about that. I'm a bit of a bandwagon, haven't I? I haven't, I haven't embraced it as much well, as you. Isn't it just naturally, you need to, if you're an Australian, you jump on you jump on. You jump on all of them and it, and what it's only it's taken you taking them to do something absolutely significant in Australian sport for you to go oh yeah I might start paying attention. Yeah. Here. Well hang on. You're kid, you're kid me. Yeah, you're steady on. You're kid me. Well I'm, look I I like to I like winners. Everyone likes winners but I'm just I just don't get too carried away if that hasn't won yet. So you're saying if Argentina get through and we play them you you won't even you you That's a tough call. You Admitted I defeat already. I don't think I want to put that out there publicly, whether or not I'm going to actually watch. <laughs> watch Are it. you going to get up and watch? If it's Argentina, do you not get up? If it's any of the others, do you get up? 0427 154 166. You're kidding me. <laughs> we'll go I'm to a break. I'm off you. <laughs> Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local tire power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. 6.32. Once again, Miles just can't hit the 6.30 news to save himself. <laughs> the first half of the right. show. First week. We're still building nicely, I think, Miles. We are. It's the last day for us. Hey, guess who's decided to join us again? Annie's given us One a call. One of our favourites. We love chatting to Annie. Good morning to you, Annie. Good morning, boys. Hey, first and foremost, I want to say, how good was my man Jace yesterday? He absolutely nailed his little sports report thing. Yeah. <laughs> not bad, Addy. His, his sports oh, report's he, coming up. His sports report's oh, coming up. Well, I'll, be, I'll be listening. Beautiful. <laughs> did, did, did he tell you to say and, that, Annie? <laughs> what, has no, he sent you a power bank no. already? Yeah. No. No, mind you, I wouldn't mind one, but you know. <laughs> You're not far um, off, I no, don't reckon. He, I just, he just absolutely, he seriously nailed it. Because um, we always have a good chat when I ring up, so that's probably why I'm making you late for the news, but that's just too bad. But anyway, um, I just want to say good stuff to the Socceroos. Awesome. Um, I remember seeing the last one when we made the final 16, but I want to have a Dummy Smith, 
Annie, you can sign up to uh, SBS Live, I think it is. Uh, and, yeah, I think it's free to sign up so you can watch all, all games live uh, through uh, through your, your laptop or computer. Oh, really? Can, yeah. you, can you crime cast it to the TV? Yes. I dare say you, know? you could, yep. I think you can, yeah. Oh, oh you're, a, you're a legend. Well, the... you see, even, though, even though you played for the Crows, you're a legend. <laughs> Got your back, Annie. Give him a wait. I reckon you're in the front running. You've been good to us all week, Annie, uh, for a power bank. But thank you very much for giving us a call once again. Thanks, boys. Annie, uh, we love hearing from Annie. She's the best. Uh, we're going to jump to the news. Uh, coming back on the other side of this. Ooh, plenty more to come. Discover a better way to build weeks' homes. Discover different. And SEN, we love Mourn team uh, and their continued support to us. And all their uh, all their stores, Cheltenham, Mount Barker, we love them. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power, Toyo four-wheel drive tyres. Get a free wheel cover. Summer scorcher sale on now. Summer breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Oh, welcome back. Six thirty-nine. Summer breakfast. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs, with you. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances this Christmas. A few texts coming in, which is good. We'll get to those in a moment. 0427154166 for your chance for a Signet Power Bank. Or give us a call, 1300 736 736. Jace Reagan with the sports update. Jace, what have you got? How good are mums, first of all? Annie, love your work, mate. Um, she, she might not be my mum, but I'm claiming her. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the cricket. Apparently, there's a test match going on at the moment. Australia uh, dominating 2-4, 293. Uh, after we lost an early wicket, uh, Dave Warner chopped on. Marnus Labuschagne got together with Usman Khawaja and they went berserk. 142-run partnership. Uh, Khawaja got out. Steve Smith came in. They continued on. Labuschagne finished at 152, not out at stumps. Brought up his eighth test century. Labuschagne on 99. Seals on the way to him. Bowls here. Labuschagne goes back and cuts his way to a century. Out towards the rope. Will just about make it all the way for four, and it does. It's summer and the weather's fine for Labuschagne. That means tons. It's Marnus the machine. He's eighth Test ton, seventh in Australia, second here at Perth, and first against the West Indies. He is churning them out, churning them out, and first as a dad. Too. Well done, Marnus. He's dominating. So he could go on and get a double today. So uh, two stories in one here. Former South African skipper Fluff Duplassie. Now, you've got something on Faf uh, a little bit later on. I'll try and get his name right. Um, but uh, he is coming out to play in the Big Bash. So he's been signed by the Perth Scorchers and uh, he's a replacement for Laurie Evans. Now, said two stories in one. Laurie Evans has been busted on drugs uh, um, on a drugs charge, so and that's not as in uh, illicit substances, that is in doping. So he's going to be out for about four years, Laurie Evans, and another uh, Englishman done for uh, performance-enhancing drugs. Yeah. What are we saying there? We're going to get to that in a moment because yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, the water and that sort of stuff. You've got to be an idiot to get caught these days. Um, yeah, you do. NBA? Yeah, Ben Simmons, uh, quickly on him. He's been going really well uh, in the last few matches, but unfortunately he's injured again. So it just keeps happening for Ben, doesn't it? Uh, He he goes all right for a couple of games and then goes out injured. So this time it's his knee that's flared up, and uh, that's a real shame for him. But that's where we'll leave it today because we've got plenty to talk about with the Socceroos. Heaps to talk about with the Socceroos. Thank you, Jace. Uh, We will get to a couple of these because I reckon you might be able to get someone on the phone here. 
Jace, if we can. Boys, I'm an Aussie expat in Qatar. Was meant to be flying back to Oz for Christmas on December 4, but I had a feeling this afternoon I needed to change flights. Worth every cent. Staying now until December 6th. I used to think soccer was boring. It's not. What a gift the Aussie team is. From Kirsty. Kirsty, I reckon we'll try and give you a ring Absolutely. if you can. Um, someone said, can we ring Radio Copenhagen from Ross? Uh, David chimed in and said, morning, lads. I've just re-woke up for work. Is this a public holiday yet? The kids will be teaching me today. Go, you socceroos. Feels like a dream. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, uh, as we were talking there before, uh, Mexico have scored. This is bad for us. Mexico have scored against Saudi Arabia, Gibsy, and Argentina have scored against Poland. Yes, that's right, Milo. So as it sits, uh, if the scores remain the same for the rest of these games, we will play Argentina. But uh, Poland still have enough firepower in their wheelhouse to to make this a draw. But uh, Argentina are all over them as it sits. They certainly are. We're going to jump to a break. On the other side of this, our World Cup update, our footy shorts. Tim Gosage to join us just after seven. Stay tuned for that. And we've still got the Phantom and Brett Maher, Billy Dowling, Matty Penner and Annie O'Neill all to come. This is Summer SA Breakfast. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Morning, 6.48. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. Time for our World Cup update, and we're live from SNSA's Studio Lumo, One King William, powered by Lumo Energy SA, and our World Cup update, thanks to Kraken.com. Crack in, you can, to secure your crypto partner. Get in the game at Kraken.com. Gibbsy? So how good from our very own Socceroos who've made it through to the round of 16 in uh, the World Cup over in Qatar. And I tell you what, Miles, it was uh, a nervy start. The, the Danish side uh, were all over us in the first, well, most of the first half, to be honest. The first 35, 40 minutes, uh, they were they made multiple shots at goal and they just dominated possession. We looked like, we looked lethargic. We looked like we we're out on our feet. It had been a big campaign to this point. But uh, there was just a, a, probably a five or six minute period just before half time where we just settled a bit, took the sting out of the game. We actually had a couple of shots on goal ourselves. Um, Aaron Moy started to get involved. Leckie started to get involved a little bit. And I think that just gave the, the boys a bit of confidence leading into halftime. So we <laughs> halftime did come at a good time for us. Uh, the boys were able to reset. And we come out after halftime with a bit of pep in our step. Um, and then, obviously, the, the Leckie goal. Uh, Leckie's become the, the ninth goal scorer for the Socceroos at a World Cup. Uh, he's had an unbelievable campaign so far. And uh, he, he put that... Uh, goal through, which was, uh, if you haven't seen the highlights, make sure you get on and have a look, because it was a, a pretty special goal, and uh, McGree's um, cross over to him was was pretty special as well, but um, you know, Mitch Duke, Aaron Moy uh, continued to put pressure on on the uh, the Danish backs and, and midfield, and um, yeah, they, they they pushed late again, the, the Dutch as we, or the Danish as we knew they would. They had nothing to lose, even they had a couple of penalties late in, in the game. Uh, their goalkeeper come up to, to try and have an impact as well, and there was a couple of heart-in-mouth moments. But um, all credit to, to the fellas that they hung on, and uh, there's still a sense of the job's not done because Graham Arnold said after the game uh, in, in his press conference that uh, the boys aren't going to be celebrating 
Uh, I've told them to put up no social media. Obviously, we need to rest, recover for, for the next big game, uh, which is looking like it will be Argentina if the results stay as they are. But, um, yeah, what a, an unbelievable night for, um, for, for soccer here in Australia. And a great night, too, just on the back of that for SEN. Great call. We heard Leakey's goal. We're going to give it to you again from Jordan Cornelius. He was it. And Australia will try and get it away. And they've got some space here. McGree plays it into the feet of Leckie. Leckie's one-on-one. Gets to the edge of the box. Cuts around. Back to his left. Leckie strikes! Matthew Leckie! Oh, just pure joy. Matthew Leckie has put the soccerers in front! And he's... um, Well, did you want to hear from Graham Arnold in what he had to say post-match? I think we probably should right about now. As soon as I get it, it's the first part. Yeah, look, uh, just so proud of the effort by the boys. And, uh, no, short turnaround, but their effort was incredible. What went into it to win two games out of three at the World Cup? Are you pitching yourself? Made a lot of belief, a lot of hard work. And, you know, these boys come in with a great mindset. We've been working on this for four, four and a half years, about the belief of the energy and the focus. And, uh, you know, you, I could see in their eyes they were ready tonight. And just before you've got the next game coming up quite soon, how will you uh, uh, embrace the celebrations tonight, if at all? No celebrations. As I said to the boys, that's why we won after a great win against Tunisia. No celebrations, no emotion, sleep, no social media. Graham Arnold, you're due to the knockout round. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Love that. Love that. Job's not done. He's still determined to, uh, to go further in this World Cup and... I uh, also want to make mention to uh, to Harry Souter and uh, our goalkeeper, Matt Ryan. They've been enormous in defence. Like, there, there was one stage um, Denmark had about 70% of possession and, and they were peppering. And those two have, have held up uh, so, so good in defence. And if Harry Souter's not in the, the best 11 in the tournament as it sits, if you had to do a best 11 right now across across the whole tournament, if he's not in it, I'd be I'd be staggered. Um, Brad's chimed in. How good is that win from the Aussies? And to all the fake Australians that were saying we won't get anywhere, stick that, uh, you know, somewhere. And to all the Italians that rang up to say that we're no good, um, have a chat to them. So <laughs> I can't really read the rest of that, Brad, as you possibly imagine. Um, but uh, love your passion. Uh, and that is our World Cup update. Thanks to Kraken.com. Start your crypto journey with Kraken to get in the game. Um, and just to mention again, Saudi Arabia nil, Mexico two, and Argentina are one nil up against Poland. So looking like we're playing Argentina, which is, wow. Now, I just want to touch on the footy shorts just quickly here. Um, Rookie draft yesterday, didn't the Panthers just go meow? Will Verrill at 14 uh, to Melbourne and Jaden Magor to Sydney. So uh, Rhett Montgomery went at four from Centrals to Essendon. And then um, Nathan Barkler from Woodville West Torrance went to Port Category B and Anthony Moncara from West Adelaide went to Essendon as a Category B. But just tell us about the couple of South Adelaide boys. Yeah, two guys that have uh, certainly got a lot of talent, but uh, both have had injury troubles this year, uh, which is not ideal in your in your 18th year. Uh, and you know when you're talking to recruiters and trying to push your case to get drafted. If you're, if you're not out on the park, it's, it's hard to, to showcase your talent, I suppose. And both are, both are great kids. Will Verrill um, is a, he's a Ruckman, guy, come sort of forward uh, player. 
Um, and for him to, to land at Melbourne as a, as a ruckman, a young ruckman, to have Gorn and Grundy to learn off is just going to be an absolute unbelievable experience for, for young Will Verrill and uh, certainly uh, happy to see him get an opportunity. He's a great kid as well. And uh, Jada Magor uh, got uh, copious amounts of talent, got a lot of X factor and, and he missed most of the year with an ankle but came back and uh, had a couple of games where he kicked big bags of goals. He kicked six in his last game for the under-18s against the Eagles and um, the, the Swans have, have taken a chance on him. So uh, good luck to both of those boys from the Panthers. Well, out of here, all those boys that got taken in the rookies, who did you expect? Rhett Montgomery, there was chat around, wasn't there? That oh, I think... We did you expect did, we, Verrill and Nagel? We Were they part know. of it? Uh, that which that certainly had been spoken about over the course of the year for sure. But I think this draft and rookie draft in general, I think we, we touched on it during the week. Outside the sort of top ten, like we didn't know what was going to happen. Well, it could have gone either way. Our man Adam DeLoyer, under eighteen skipper. Yep. And and he's he's missed. Yep. Um, there's hard luck stories in, in every draft as we know, but um yeah, I mean it it only takes one team and and one recruiting department to to like what they see and, and Look to to unearth that talent that uh, that these kids have, but um, yeah, it's uh, it was a, a very we didn't know how this this draft was going to play out towards the end. I, uh, who would have thought Jared Walsh is in Qatar? We've got him on the line. Walshy, the great man, synonymous with sport in South Australia. He joins us this morning. Walshy, is that really you? What's going on, Miles Bryce? I've got no voice, but I don't care. I've literally just, I've just strolled along the streets of Doha and found a Euros, and I have consumed <laughs> that faster than anything that I've consumed in my life because the Socceroos are in the group of 16, and I sound like I'm drunk, but I've not had one beer because they're 24 bucks each. And, so and I'm, just, all, I'm just loving life. Or they're banned. <laughs> So, well, she tell us... Tell exactly, us. guys. Look, it's a really, really good thing. Um, the, the, the Socceroos have had such a, an interesting lead-up to this match, um, which it, it's tonight in um, Qatar time. Obviously, against France, 4-1. Craig Goodwin scores a goal 20 minutes in, and then it kind of went downhill. The match against Tunisia was incredible, and tonight it was all about getting a win or getting a draw, hoping France beat Tunisia. So then France decided to rest most of their players, and... Um, thankfully, Matthew Leckie scores that goal and we, we write our own history tonight. So it's, look, there's shock, there's relief, there's excitement, but job's not done. Well, she tell us about the atmosphere. Paint a picture for us. What's it like getting to and from these stadiums? How many Australians, um, you know, are they going right off? Um, and also, what time is it there? It's uh, about 11.30 p.m., so the game was at 6 o'clock tonight. And, yeah, Miles, the fans have been great. Tonight's been the best-supported Australian game that we've had so far this tournament. And the reason why I'm here is because FIFA said to every nation, we would like to have your home country, the MC, come over and give a home match experience. So I'm on the microphone firing the fans up. We're actually playing Australian music. So after the win, we played Daryl Braithwaite Horses and went down <laughs> under. So you, you want to have that home kind of feel about it, which is... Full credit to FIFA for trying to make this World Cup a little bit unique. But, no, the fans have been great. And to be honest, it's really safe over here. And I'm not just saying that because I'm working here. It's it's really safe. It's easy to get around. The, the public transport system is incredible. So um, it's it's been a unique experience. But it's, it's one of those ones where 
we're just enjoying the ride at the moment. The hardest thing I've had to do is tell my wife and kids that I'm going to be over here for a few more days. <laughs> oh, really hard. Really hard. It's okay. The Socceroos are going well. So, yeah. so tell us what it was like in the stands uh, only a few hours ago. Obviously, um, Denmark started really well and we were under the pump a little bit. What, what, what was it? Was there still optimistic from, from the, the Socceroos supporters and the Australians? Did we, did we think we just needed to get to half time to reset? Because there was about a five-minute period before half time. We, we started to get a bit control of the game and I think we got a lot of confidence leading into half time. What was the, the vibe like, I suppose, from, from all the Australians sitting in the stands? Yeah, I'm glad you said that and that you noticed that from watching on broadcast as well, Bryce, because I felt that watching the game. I was sitting pitch side and I felt like Denmark were really in control for that first 20 minutes. And there was a point I'm like, they're going to score eventually. Like, this is going to happen because the Tunisia game was really exhausting for the boys. It was a day game during the week. So to have this match... Um, I was a bit concerned about the fatigue of the players. But, you know, you look at someone like Matthew Leckie, who was just a warrior. And, you know, speaking of Leckie, Riley McGree, Awam Abil, Craig Goodwin, these are boys who have all played for Adelaide United before. So it's a really special moment for, for all of them. But I feel once we got a little bit of control, um, and, and that was led by Matthew Leckie, but Harry Souter for the past couple of games, he's been absolutely outstanding. And, we have to. We normally um, give a bit of stick to the referees, but thankfully the linesman called an offside with a, a straight elbow from Harry. Otherwise, I don't think we'd be having this conversation right now. And obviously, it's looking like we're going to be playing Argentina, which is uh, obviously going to be a, a pretty big mountain to climb. But uh, a lot of people are starting to wake up and, and paying attention to, to the Socceroos now. And, and Miles Fitzner is one of those. He, uh, oh, he I'm, not, I'm not sure he uh, believed uh, too much before before this game. But uh, what are our chances? Obviously, it's going to be a, a tough match, but um, you're, you're encouraging everyone to get behind the boys? I think so. And the bandwagon has plenty of room for people like you, Miles, who have <laughs> gathered us from day one and probably wanted Graham Arnold sacked. But no, I genuinely feel that the, the mantra for the team has been, we're not just here to make up the numbers. And that's been proven now. However, even though it's the first time we've made the group of 16 um, since 2006, we still have a point to prove. And I feel that we can, depending who we're playing against, we just need to probably come with that same never give up mentality. I heard Graham Arnold in the last five minutes yell out to the boys, just dig deep, boys, dig deep. And they did that for 90 minutes. So their mentality is on to the next one. And I feel that that's the approach that they will take. Hopefully they recover over the next two days. Craig Goodwin came off early. I had a chat to his partner and she said he's not injured or anything. So we seem pretty fit. We've got a bit of firepower coming off the bench as well. So there's, a, there's still a lot to play out. Uh, Walshie, very quickly, as we're running late for the news, and you know what that's like, you get in trouble. Uh, mate, you, you're a sport nut. You've covered a lot of sport. You know a lot about sport. Where does this sit in the rankings of Australian sport? This is the greatest moment of my life, and I've had two kids. <laughs> well, Walshie, I'm glad that your partner's probably not an SCNSA listener and uh, she won't hear that, <laughs> so you can come home and they're still there. But, mate, appreciate the chat. We might even tr see if we can get you on next week, if that's okay. Anytime, boys. Keep smashing it as well. Summer breakfast, you're going to take over the main one. So <laughs> I'm doing what you're doing, uh, Thanks, Walshie. We'll chat again soon. See you, boys. Jaron Walsh, he's a gun. He's a gun. It's good that... I'm, I'm one of the, the boys at the back, Jason Benny, got hold of him there and 
it's elite by them because he does know his stuff. He Walsh. certainly does, and he was very emotional after the game. He, he put something up on his uh, social media, and he was nearly – I think he was in tears Imagine, just pretty much straight after the, the result and the final whistle went. Imagine being pit side while Messi's playing for Argentina. Even that – like, that gets me going. I might not be here Monday. I might jump on a flight to uh, Qatar over the weekend. All right, what do I get? Who do I get to fill in for you? Won't, won't take a lot. I'll do it live from uh, the stadium. Won't, won't take a lot. <laughs> we'll just get a sack of potatoes to sit in here. When, you, when you get into the news. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're all too kind, Miles. You're very good. Hello, Gibbsy. Nice to uh, chat to you for the first time. Hey, uh, Goz, Test cricket. Uh, over there in WA, modest crowd to start, but we expected that with um, with uh, the first day of the summer. Labashane goes out, he knocks a 150 in, Smith's at the crease, Warner got out nice and early. Um, paint us a picture, Perth turn it on for the sport better than uh, better than most. Um, what's it like over there at the moment? Well, I'm, I'm actually, as I, you know, uh, I'm just driven past the stadium and it, the lights are already on. Uh, it is green and gold. It is an exciting-looking venue, but no-one showed up yesterday, sadly. 10,000, midweek, 35 degrees. West Indies are on the nose. Australia's a bit not exactly... Uh, we're not warm with the Australian team at the moment. I thought 10,000 was actually OK, to be pretty honest with you, being a little bit more honest. It was a good day for Australia. Um, when they lost water, the ball was doing a bit. So, look, bottom line is... I think we're now definitely going to go into a fourth day. So I think we'll go into Saturday. I think Australia will probably bat at trying to knock over three or four West Indians before the day's out today. So, look, Australia's going to win the match. There's no doubt. It's just a matter of when. But it'll go to a fourth day, and then we might see some the weekend fans come out. It's a strange schedule. Uh, you know, a Wednesday start, 35 degrees against the West Indies at a stadium that hosts 60,000. But... Mate, we're doing our best. We're doing our best to support them. The uh, West Australian fans are parochial, should we say, and there's no bigger defender of all things WA than you. But there's a, there was a, a bit of chat around that the crowd might be all that happy with uh, Pat Cummins and Alex Carey. Are you expecting that when we see either of those boys? No, no. I think if you go to the crest, if you go, if you if you're in a if you're a cricket fan and you go to watch Australia, you're not there to rock the boat and create. I, I look, I think, yeah, no, I don't. I, I think it's, there's that there's that vo- vocal minority who you know, are still seething about the, the treatment of Langer, but I think I think the last few days have probably gone a fair way to patch things up publicly, you know, with Justin coming out in that podcast six weeks ago and only airing last week, and there was a lot of hugs yesterday, and yeah, there was a, it was well transmitted around in media circles of Justin hugging the family. I mean, 90% of them anyway. I think there's a couple that he probably didn't get to. But um, no, I think I think they'll behave themselves. I, I think they just if you go to the cricket, you want to see Australia win. I see that'll be the that'll be the message here today. Very good. Thanks for the insight there, Gossie. And uh, just some draft news now. How did you think uh, the West Coast Eagles and and Frio went? in uh, the National and Rookie Draft. Uh, I think you're a big West Coast man, and uh, one of our uh, <laughs> SA talent ended up, uh, went over to, to West Coast and uh, could be the next uh, Ruckman who will replace Nick Natanui in, in Harry Barnett. Uh, how did you think uh, both teams fared uh, with their picks in the end? Yeah, well, it's interesting you think that I'm the West Coast oh, man. I love this. Uh, I appreciate this. I'm a secure fan. It has been <laughs> 19, 19, 19. <laughs> 
where you, or you do get tarred with the West Coast brush, though, don't you? I do because, well, because they win, man. Yeah, they got. <laughs> you sort of want to be on, and three men have won nothing, and they're still trying to find the bloke who made the cabinet down there because he's got the key to the trophy cabinet. <laughs> and got nothing in, it. Um, in simple terms, West Coast did very well at the draft. But again, how do we know? How do we know? We're going to know in two or three years' time. But I think what they committed to doing is they went to the draft to get young talent. They went over the cliff very quickly with their list. They won a flag four years ago. But they had a horror year. They didn't handle certain situations very well, and they had to say, "All right, let's let's suck it up. Let's let's restart. Let's we've still got the core nucleus of a very good team, but we do need to look to the future." And you know, and Jack Redden took his medicine and left. They kept Hearn. That knew he's got older. Um, uh, there's a couple of other elements. So, and Junior's gone to. To Adelaide, which is to, to, to Port Adelaide, which is fantastic for him. So, look, I think they went to the draft with one mind in set to get the best available talent. Barnett's going to be exciting. They need another ruckman. They tried to get Lloyd Meek out of Fremantle. He was hell bent on going back to Melbourne uh, and ended up at Hawthorne. Bottom line is, I think they did very well. And Fremantle didn't get really good, a good go at it. They, they were chips in with with Jackson, so they they got what was left, and they they went and picked for the now rather than the future. Uh, Goz, uh, you've got a good one in Harry. He was in the studio here uh, earlier on in the week. He's a good kid. Um, just, uh, I want your predictions before um, the season. Frio, can they break into that sort of four bracket um, and West Coast? Where do you see them finishing? It's an interesting one because I raised this on, on air the other week, last week, and I got howled down a little bit. I genuinely believe... Now, listen to my methodology here. Oh, you, you're, you're good at this. I can see the mind going. <laughs> I, I think West Coast will win the next flag out of the two. The reason, why I, the, reason why I say, the reason why I say that is because I think the window to win a flag, there's eight clubs now trying to pile through that window and Fremantle's in that, in that group. You know, they're there with Brisbane... The Bulldogs list is so good, they've just got to get through the window and again now, otherwise it's too late. Um, Carlton are going through the window. Collingwood's in the window. Port Adelaide just are in the window. So, look, there's a lot of clubs trying to get through. West Coast is not getting through any window. They're, they're sitting there. So they're going to rebuild. They're going to rebuild. And by the time that these kids that they went to the draft had got, and then there's the, the first and second years that played, and they, they've got a couple of other good young talents coming through, the bottom line is, I think West Coast will be ready to make a surge again. Yet Fremantle, they've got to go. They've got they've got a window of two years. Otherwise, I have a sneaky suspicion they'll they'll have to do similar to what West Coast have done at the draft. So my prediction is West Coast will win the next flag out of the two. If Fremantle don't make a play for it, you talk about top four, they've got to do better than top four. They've got to go close to winning a flag in the next two years. Otherwise, the window's closed. Uh, Goz, nobody likes a bit of cross-pollination more than me. Uh, they call me the bumblebee. Uh, yeah, well, who have you got on SENWA breakfast this morning? Who are we looking forward to when they turn off from us and then they can just go, don't worry about the Melbourne boys. We just our, our the, the fringe states stick together. Who have you got on today for us? Well, I listened, I listened to you guys. I listened to you guys yesterday. I thought you were, I thought you were actually very good. I, I only listened because Gibbsy was on, but... <laughs> I love you. Oh, Jim. I'll, I'll just check. I'll just check. I'll just scroll through. So I've got. 
Uh, we have got Luke Travers. Yep. And you'll, you'll go, who's Luke Travers? Yeah, you, I, I you, do. You know who Luke Travers? No idea. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, who's Luke Travers? <laughs> he got drafted by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. oh, there you go. No, I've missed that one. Sorry, oh, yeah, sorry guys. So is, 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 oh, is, he at the, is he at the team that we own, the Wildcats? Correct. Oh, yep, there yep, yeah, yep. Makes oh, that's sense. right. Yeah, I know when he was born, 3rd of September 2001. <laughs> 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 I had your birthday for yesterday, too. Thank, I, you, um, thank you, mate. I got a message from Hayes, but I didn't get one from you, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's your mate. You go to the grand final together. Um, Connor Blakely. Yes. Connor Blakely, who's getting another berth up at uh, the Gold Coast Suns, one of the all-time good fellas. We're going to be chatting with him. He's a boat that went surfing a couple of years ago when <laughs> he, he was meant to be at training. Um, oh. Anyway, and he got found out. Yeah, he went, uh, he went down there. If it was Nat Fife, he could have got away with it. Uh, Ian Bishop will join us. Oh, yeah, course, star broadcaster yeah. now. And Riley Morgan, R- R- Riley Morgan, who is officially the best judge of... Uh, Horseflesh in WA, he'll be tipping us winners for the weekend's races uh, across at Ascot, including Amelia's Jewel. Yeah, he can certainly find them, Riley Morgan. Goz, always a pleasure to chat to you, my friend. Um, good luck with the show. We'll be, we'll be tuning in uh, as we finish up here and then we start to head home too. So, uh, mate, good luck with the show. Look forward to chatting again in the next few weeks. Uh, good luck, Gigi. Uh, I hope you get through the rest <laughs> of the skit with Miles. Thanks, Goz. Appreciate it. <laughs> Goz is a ripper. He's a genuine ripper. Hey, um... A uh, couple of things too. I want to chat on the V8s. Uh, is anyone in Adelaide that's tuning in going to the V8s? 0427154166. I'm a, I'm a bit of a rev head. I like the cars. Have you ever been? Uh, Did you go in Melbourne? No. You were a Grand Prix behind the glass, of course. No, I was. That was one I didn't get to too often. The Grand Prix. It was like sort of just a hard time. But no, haven't been to too many. I want to know if you're heading to the cars. I want to know what you think about where this stands. In the uh, in the realm of uh, of Australian sport, the World Cup uh, through to the round of sixteen, the Socceroos are oh four two seven one five four one double six. We're at a Signet Power Bank to the value of sixty dollars to give away as well. Thanks to Signet, uh, we're going to jump to a break. Everybody's talking about more team care at Cheltenham. You know that everybody's talking about more team, more team. Did you know DT told me one day? He said, he said, I've had a phone call to the office at more team, and someone said, can you please stop? playing that ad. And DT goes, well, I hung the phone up. And I said, well, I know it's working. <laughs> and, that's, and that's because they do great deals on great cars. So if you want a vehicle, either give me a call or give them a call and I'll send you straight there. Back in a moment. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tyre Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tyre Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back, 7.21 on this magical day. Currently 14.6 degrees and uh, mostly sunny today. Warming up atop of 26. We're live from SNSA Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you as we continue to watch the soccer. Mexico 2-0 up on Saudi Arabia and Argentina 2-0 up on Poland. But we'll get to more about that a little bit later. So, Milo, I just want to straighten up a little bit and... uh talk a little bit more seriously for for a couple of minutes here. So Brumby's Bakery proudly supporting Movember this year and Men's Health. Um, it's great to have you on board for Summer Brekkie and uh, you're obviously uh, new to the show. We haven't heard much from you in this space yet, but um, we all know you're a bit of a bit of a 
prankster and, and love a good time and uh, love love the banter. But um, obviously, men's health it, it's it's a pretty serious issue and. And for us men, we don't like talking about our, our feelings. We find it hard to talk about our feelings at times, but it's uh, it's something that we're learning about more and more. Do you um, how do you you got anything to talk about in in this space? Well, I, I I didn't know that we had this, and I think it's it's a good idea. And probably the the thing I can talk on a little bit is um, you know, we, we I do love a gag, and you sort of sometimes that becomes your defence and those sort of things. And we're here to promote essentially your overall health and well-being for men uh, and thanks to Brumbies of course but uh, even for me probably yesterday so my parents have both I've sort of mentioned a little bit on track but not a hell of a lot but my parents have both had uh, battles with cancer um, a dad with prostate cancer and now my mum's actually in, in a really um, she's in a bad way um, in regards to to cancer but we got a good result yesterday and um, had a few people around at home and the important thing was that I actually had a chat to everyone at my house last night because they're the people that would check on me and say, how are you going with your mum being um, unwell? Um, and how's it all going? And mum and dad were around. Mum had a, a dose of chemo yesterday and she'd probably be listening in. So shout out to you, Lulu. But she got a good result. But the important part was we all sat down at the table after that and we all actually spoke about it. Now, I had a guy at the table and his sister with their partners were both at the table. They'd lost their father. Um, another guy at the table, his father had prostate cancer and it's not often, and probably even 10 years ago, you wouldn't get many guys sitting around a table and actually discussing about how that was affecting them or, or what it was doing. So uh, it was important to me to to, um, to talk to those guys about it because they're the people that I've spoken to in regards to your parents, you know, and especially my mum at the moment, being unwell. So it, it's, for me, <coughs> excuse me, it's just about it, it, the reaching outside of things and, and you know, in probably to put it back into your sort of terms, football clubs, you know, you might have access to to, to your psychologists and, 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 and support networks around you. But when you're outside of a sporting club or the, there's going to be people that are listening in right now, almost guaranteed they're on their way to work and, you know, they feel like they might be in the rigmarole of their nine to five and they might have stresses at home or stresses in their family. And it, yeah, it's pivotal that you actually go and have a chat. Just have a chat to anyone. It doesn't take much to go, hey, mate, like, I'm feeling this way or that way. It, it, it's actually surprising how much people r receive it because, you know what, they've got something as well that they don't, like, would like to talk about as well. And so it's not all always about talking. Sometimes if, if everything's going okay or you don't want to talk about anything, you can actually just listen too, can't you? Like, it it's a, becomes a two-way street of... Of conversation, so it's something that's oh huge for me. I'm, I'm I'm big on the on the Movember campaigns and those sort of things. I try to do bits throughout the year rather than just in November. But to everyone that goes and grows a mo, I mean that finished yesterday, didn't it? It's December first today. So if you've donated or people have got something left, um, throw some money in the in the thing. But I like this segment. I'm have you had some good people on? Yeah, we yeah. have. We heard from uh, Dermot Brereton. Um, oh, his interview uh, things he, are unreal. He was he, he spoke very well. Jace uh, spoke a couple of weeks ago as well uh, on some of some of his uh, battles with with his son. So um, yeah, it's it's very brave of the people that have have spoken out already, and uh, certainly thanks for for sharing that. And uh, I don't, uh, it's yeah. not an easy thing to do, really. Well, I don't think I've actually probably really said. I, I think I might have mentioned it on track that Mum was unwell, but yeah, she's she's very unwell. Um, but you get a good result yesterday, like she got the. 
had the chemo yesterday and had a, had a scan result. And it changes your whole – you're like, yes, look, finally we've had a win. You know, things are shrinking or a couple of things have disappeared. And so – but to sit down and talk about that, she did wonders for me. Well, absolute wonders. Best birthday present you could ever have. It's fantastic. But Dermy's yeah. – have you ever heard Dermy's chat with David Taggart? I haven't heard that one, but uh, I've heard really good things about that oh. podcast that he that he's got up and going now. Yep. Um, some of the the people who he's had on, who again are brave to to tell their stories and and uh, and reach out and and talk about their experiences. Um, he's doing good things, Derm. If uh, you want to have a chat um, to anyone, I think you should. But if you want to have a chat to us, even if you want to send us a text, I'll even put it out there right now. If you want to send us a text that doesn't get read out, and you want to talk to anyone. You send them in, and I'm more than happy to have a chat to you because it's important. So this November, head to Brumby's, break bread uh, with a mate, and have a conversation. That's what it's all about. Brumby's Bakery, proudly supporting Movember. We're going to jump to a break, uh, and it's all thanks to Tire Power. Their buying power puts the power in your lane. On the other side of this, the phantom again on how to build a Big Bash League. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tire Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. 7.32, December 1st. Pinch and a punch. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. And all thanks to supercoach.com.au. This is what we love. KFC Supercoach BBL is back, baby. And who better to chat to than... I've gone with Phantom instead of the Phantom. He joins us again. Hello, Fants. Uh, good morning, guys. To clarify, obviously, when, when we talk about Supercoach, we're not talking about Graham Arnold. Still, we're talking about Australia's biggest <laughs> and best fantasy cricket game. I bet you got up for it too. But what you are getting up for is the Big Bash League. Now, we spoke yesterday on our side, a fridge too far. Now, we've put a league together as well. Jace is going to put the, the league join code up on Twitter. But can you just explain like why you should set up a league and how to do it. Absolutely. It's the best part of KFC Supercoach in any form. It's a banter with your mates, banter with your family, banter with your workmates. You can set up a six-team league, a 10-team league. This year also you can do a custom league up to 20 teams. So you pick your team, you play against your mates like you would any head-to-head competition. Um, You play a three-game final series as well in the final three rounds. Of the BBL, take bragging rights. You might not be in the, the running for the 25k overall prize, but the best thing is getting those bragging rights over your mates. And the big bash is every day in summer, so walk into work every day, beat your mate, and uh, enjoy that. So five others are going to join our league. A fridge too far, like we mentioned, that's going to go up on the Twitter page. We're trying to work out the sub to get Tom Kelly in, but we just read out earlier too that Faf Duplessis is now in, and one of the other blokes got rubbed out because he just uh, he took the wrong medication. So to speak. Yes. Now, Faf will be uh, an interesting one. We'll have the price uh, for him. Uh, surely, obviously, playing Perth Scorchers won't play in the first round. But he's definitely one to think about uh, when you're working on your trades. Heading into round two, as every week in case you should go to we have three trades. So plenty of flexibility. Uh, if there's one player you must have in your BBL Supercoach team for the year, who is it? Uh, we... I, it's obvious. We spoke about him yesterday. You have to take uh, Rasid Khan, um, just given the strikers played twice. You have to have him anyway if they weren't playing one, if they were playing one. They're playing twice, double points. You have to have him. You can't start without him. Fence, appreciate you jumping on with us, mate. Looking forward to getting a few into the league. And, uh, mate, all the best uh, with the Supercoach. See you guys. Speak soon. The Fence.
The fans. Yeah. You're going with the fans. Yeah, I went with fans. Okay. I mean, the last time I said that, I think I was calling um, one of my redhead mates fan of pants. You can't say that anymore, can the you? Fans. Someone All gets right. offended. Uh, time to play Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. We'll head to supercoach.com.au. But don't forget our league, Fridge Too Far, is going up on our Twitter page. Five can join, so go join and take us on. News time at five minutes late. I'm going to get the uh, put through the ringer again. But anyway, on the other side of this, so it gets better and better. Brett Maher, Billy Dowling, Matty Penner. Um, and uh, Annie O'Neill with the Strikers WBBL trophy. We've got our giveaway. Plenty more to come. Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power, Toyo four-wheel drive tyres. Get a free wheel cover. Summer scorcher sale on now. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. On 7.39, Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you right around the state, hopefully right around the country and even over in Doha this morning. And we do it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, a real house of fragrances this Christmas. Um, we love chatting to superstars. And the super, Essien's own superstar now at the moment, former 36er and the star of the Bungie and Brett's show, Brittany Murray, joins us on the line this morning. Hello, Brett. Oh, finally someone's recognised me ahead of Bungie. No, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> well, look, we are going to get to the fact in a moment that your card's only worth 70 cents and Bungie's worth five bucks um, at the yeah. collection. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Well, I want to start in the 36s, though. We had Antonius Cleveland on earlier in the week. Um, they're pretty keen to put two on the trot. They've got the Cairns Taipans Friday night. Um, can they put two on the trot here? They seem to be putting a couple of uh, a, like a decent run of games together. Yeah, they've won two out of their last three uh, on the road and, and coming back home. Although they haven't played overly well at home so far, I'm really looking forward to them um, putting in a good one. Uh, Cairns have been a team that have really surprised everyone. I think if you look at their, their list on paper, you would think that they'd probably be down the other end of the ladder. They're sitting third at the moment and probably led by Keanu Pinder, who's been a, another surprise packet. He won a most improved player last year, and it looks like he'll probably win it again this year. He's uh, he's been fantastic for them. Um, so where 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 do you think they sit in the competition, Murray? Or like, uh, is it a, are they a title chance? Yeah, I think it's uh, in all honesty, it's so close. Uh, those top kind of six seven teams, uh, it's nothing between them. It's whoever plays well on the night. I'm really liking. Um, and whether it's consequence or not, but since Randall's gone, their ball movement's a lot better. Um, the people that you want scoring have got the ball in their hands more, which I think just the flow of the game is sitting better. So, um, yeah, I think they're looking really good. Everyone's talking about who they're going to get as an import. I don't think now they need to really rush on that. They're playing really good basketball. Guys like um, Kai Soto and Sunday Detch are getting into the rotation a bit more and um, Drimmick's probably the one that's got the most benefit out of all of this. He's started to play some really good basketball as well. So, yeah, I think they're up around the mark. Sydney and New Zealand have probably been the two standouts uh, for me this year so far and hence why they're one and two. But, um, yeah, I think they're right up there. I was going to ask you that next about uh, the spread of, of scorers with obviously Craig Randall going. Uh, he was the main focus for a lot of the first part of the season. We've seen Drimmick stand up. We've seen Cleveland. Uh, DJ just gets it done game in, game out. Do you reckon it's a lot more unpredictable with the way our offense looks without Craig Randall in, in that lineup? 
Um, a little bit, yeah. Robert Franks has been really good as well. He's um, like a really big body, I think. Um, I like seeing him getting down low and utilising mismatches down low. He's he's a great scorer. Um, DJ, yeah, no one can stop him, really. He's been a 20 and 10 guy his whole career. So, um, yeah, I'm really like seeing those two with the ball in their hands more. Uh, Cleveland, what he gives you defensively, but then has been playing really good offense this year as well. Those three are... I would say, our main guys. But having Drimmick step up the way he has the last couple of weeks has really added that fourth scorer in. And that allows guys like uh, Detch and Soto and uh, Mitch McCarron to just pinch hit and chip in with those eight and nine points and, and do the other things that they do really well. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, that sort of thing is looking really good. Mari, uh, let's get on to the important stuff. It's uh, the, the last show of the year for the Bungie and Brettster show. You're on location at Mayhem Collectibles this Sunday between 9.30 and 11.30. How have you found it so far? We played a bit of audio of you just getting stuck into Bungie about how Leighton Hewitt's going, or we'll just actually have a little <laughs> chuckle in the background. I rather enjoyed that. But how have you found it coming in the studio? And, and look, I'd like to tune in on a Sunday morning. I think you guys go pretty well. Yeah, I love it, actually. Any chance to throw Bungie out of the bathroom <laughs> and watch him sweat, put him under pressure, uh, it's always good fun. No, we're, we're really good mates and uh, really enjoy it. And having uh, John Casey on the show as well has been superb. He's one of the best professionals uh, in Australia. So... Yeah, we're very lucky to have him, and uh, yeah, it's been great this week to get out to Mayhem Collectibles. Uh, it'll be great. They've got a trade day out there, so if anyone wants to come out and see us and have a look at the the shop and the store, it'll be a really good experience. Do you have the like anyone brought you the Brett Mar, you know, glitter card or the hologram sort of roll in? Like <laughs> I can get it signed. <laughs> uh, I've actually this year had a couple of people send me some of the old cards out of nowhere. So I don't know whether it's due to the show or whether it's just coincidence, but, um, yeah, there's been a few cards flying around. I haven't seen too many of Bungie, surprisingly. Um, I think he just hoards them all himself. But, um, yeah, I think uh, he's just trying to pump his own value up of his cards. I think uh, there's a, a special rare collector's item. It's called Brett Mart The Big Show um, getting around uh, <laughs> lately, Marzi. So uh, I might uh, bring that down and see if I can get that signed. Yeah, well, yeah, that comes with a little Big Show soundtrack as well. <laughs> uh, it's pretty special. A little hologram pops up. Uh, no, just <laughs> uh, no. It's uh, it's been really good, and yeah, the cards. Uh, it's amazing how much the cards are, are worth. Some of them, I was looking through some the other day, and uh, yeah, there's uh, some really cool cards out and about. Uh, Mari, uh, well, uh, sorry, well done on your season. Good luck for your last show for the season. Look forward to having you back on again next year, mate. Thanks for joining us and uh, up the 36ers, eh? Thanks, guys. Can I just do a real quick shout-out to the Lightning as well? They had a great win against the Capitals uh, 90-80 uh, um, Wednesday night. So, um, yeah, well done to those guys. They've got their second win uh, on the board, so well done. Good on you, Mari. Thanks, guys. Brett Maher there. He's, he's one of the South Australian great. You know what we should do next week? We should try and, like, we should go through, like, top 20 SA sports, like, start, like genuine, all sports, top 20. We, Work through the week. We can do that. Yeah. Can if we do like, that next sure. week? Absolutely. Top, would he make the top 20 for you? Oh, he'd be top five, just about. Right. Gibbsy's got him in the top five. I've got him six, funnily enough. No. <laughs>
<laughs> Let's go to a break. Nah, he's a genuine star. We do it all thanks to Morn Team. They're multiple locations. They're in the hills. They're at Port Road at Cheltenham. Everywhere they are, they've got multiple brands. Hyundai, Kia, Ford, you name it. Uh, and also on the other side of this, Billy Dowling to join us. He's our man. Identified early in the year. Kane and Hazy got him. They got him numerous times. Kimmo and the Roots then had him. I've had him on over in Victoria. We wanted to get the boy done, and guess what? He ends up at the Adelaide Crows. So we've got him on the other side of this. We'll be back in a moment. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. Discover a better way to build. Weeks homes, discover different. A few off the text. I'm going to get to those uh, shortly before the 8 o'clock news. But I want to get straight to this man. We get him on earlier. Kane and Hazy got him on earlier in the in the season, right? And we declared him. Kane declared him. He said he's our man. He's our man. Hazy nicknamed him Billy the Kid. We've followed him right throughout the journey. He's been generous with his time with us, and he gets taken at number 43, stays local to the Adelaide Crows. We speak of Billy Dowling. He joins us. Good morning, Bill, and congratulations. Good morning, Miles. Good morning, Gibby. Really appreciate it. It's been a, yeah, it's been an amazing ride the last 24 hours. M- mate, uh, look, I can I can hear the sound in your voice. You sound pumped. We've, we've had McElhaney on yesterday. He sounded a bit different than when we had him in studio too. Is there a fair bit of relief? Yeah, I guess there is, like, you never really sort of know throughout the whole period what's going to happen. And, you know, you sort of sit there at night and you just got to hope that it all falls your way. And well, I couldn't be more happy to end up at the Crows. And having Maxie there as well, he's such a good mate of mine. So it makes it all the better. And, like, I honestly cannot wait to get stuck into it with all the boys. So on the night when uh, the Crows traded up uh, to, to get a pick earlier in the draft, did was that a moment where you thought, hang on, I could be on here? Had the Crows given you any indication? And um. I guess it would give me like a little bit of an indication that they're looking to try trade up and potentially get one of the um, SA boys. So I didn't really know what was going to happen. But when I saw they traded up, um, I think I did like they traded up like pick 35 or something like that for, for the pick 43. I was pretty, you know, nervous about it all because I was really hoping that, um, you know, I was hopefully going to find myself there. And then um, sure enough, a couple of picks later, um, name got called out. And yeah, I was over the moon. Like I just... Couldn't even really remember. It was just such a blur at the time, so it was amazing. I've heard a story that you, you tried to, like, low-key, just sort of family, really low-key, and then I heard that a group of mates from school, they were jumping the back fence, they were coming in the front door, and then stormed, stormed the joint. Now, is that true, that you, you just wanted to keep it real quiet, just go about your business, and then you've had 15 or so mates just absolutely rock the joint? Yeah, so I um, I was just watching with the family at the time, just... Uh, my brothers and sisters and parents, obviously, and um, we heard the name were called out. We all like erupted and for about like good two or three minutes, and then my brother looked out the um, window. Was like, oh no, here they come! And then <laughs> there was about fifteen mates who, who were watching the. Yeah, there was like fifteen mates who were watching it from um, one of my mates' house around the corner. I didn't even know anything about it, and then they just about twenty of them rocked up within five minutes. It was actually amazing. It was. Pretty awesome to be a part of, to share it with them as well, which is, yeah, so special. So it sounds like they were just sitting in the car waiting for your name to get read out and away they've come in. Um, yeah, and there was a massive video of it as well, which is awesome. So, yeah. did, uh, more importantly, well, did you have enough did you have enough beers and food there for the um, for, to, to turn it on? Your, your mum would have been scrounging to try and feed them all. Oh, the boys, yeah, they were just raiding the pantry getting into it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're all good, mate, so we just let it happen. 
pretty natural for us. Yeah. So, so, Bill, tell us about your first day. I saw some photos uh, the other day of, of you at training in your, your new Crows kid. I think uh, Sloaney was there talking to you and you, you had this big smile on your face. Uh, how was your first yeah. day going around the club and, and meeting all the boys? Yeah, it was such a you know amazing first day. Like the boys were so um, embracing myself, which was you know really special because you know they sort of understand what it's like coming through a new club for the first day and stuff like that. So I uh, met basically all the boys and then you know just went around the facilities. I hadn't ever looked at the facility, like been at the facilities before, and they were like pretty amazing. It was you know awesome to be a part of, and then just you know went and had a few gym sessions, just sussed out you know all the workings of the club, and you know met a lot of the staff and stuff like that, and. Yeah, they all seem like they're just amazing people and like I couldn't be more excited to be on board of this team because definitely what they're building is pretty exciting. Uh, Nixie came around home, didn't he? Is that right? Yeah, Nixie came around straight after, yeah. What, uh, did he have much to say? Yeah, so he came over with um, a few of the other boys and he, uh, you know, just sort of wanted to meet my family and you know, have a bit of a chat about the whole experience and stuff like that and then all the boys were there as well. So turned into a like a pretty big night together. So, yeah, it was good fun to meet Nixie and, you know, really understand what he's trying to build here at the Crows. And, um, yeah, like I said, it's something amazing. So I can't wait to be a part of it. I hear the old man is uh, no longer a Collingwood supporter and he's signing up for an Adelaide membership. Is that true? Yes, that is true. Just, yeah, because <laughs> obviously he's so grateful they've given the opportunity. So, he's, yeah, big time Crow supporter now. And, and, mate, when does it all kick off? Maxie spoke to us yesterday. He was sitting out the front of the club. Yeah, so um, training basically right into it from Friday. So, um, yeah, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Obviously, got cleared for medicals and training and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, straight into it Friday, which I'm yeah, really excited for. A couple of quick ones, though. Surge would have been pretty happy. Um, it was another North Adelaide fellow got drafted straight after. You've had a good haul. He would have uh, he would have got on the phone. Yeah, he was very happy about it because, you know, obviously, having two North boys is you know, very handy for the club and, you know, they're definitely doing something amazing. I couldn't appreciate the support I've had from them right the way through as well. So um, it was really awesome to get a bit of reward for the club. And, you know, a lot of the stuff that's happened for Isaac and I have been, you know, on the basis of what the club's done for us. So, yeah, we couldn't be more grateful of them. And, look, there's always hard luck stories in the draft. But, geez, the Hall of South Australian talent, mate, there's a stack of... Um, we saw in the rookie draft again a few more go, a couple from Bryce's club at South Adelaide. But... There are always some hard luck stories. You've had some mates that have probably missed out that, that are going to have to do it a little bit harder way. Yeah, definitely. I think that's you know something about the draft that's always um, pretty tough for the boys and which makes it such a brutal system. But um, I know a lot of the boys that haven't will just keep cracking in there, go back to their sample club. And then you know nowadays with the mid-season draft, pre-season draft, there's so many opportunities and stuff like that. So you never quite out the system no matter where you're playing at. Um, so... I know the boys from SA didn't go just be cracking right in there. I'll probably see their names in the next couple of years. Hey, Bill, we couldn't be more pumped. We, we dubbed you our man. We followed you the whole way through for the whole year. You were generous with your time. We're just hoping now that, you, now that you've gone to the AFL level that the Crows allow us access to you because I know that you're always prepared to have a chat, but you just make sure you tell the Crows that you're always right to chat to the SEN boys. Nah, we'll do. Really appreciate it. Thanks for the support. It's been awesome. Uh, mate, have a, good, uh, have a good year. Look forward to watching you play. Awesome, Wudo. Thank you. Billy, Billy Dowling there. Great kid. Great kid. He's going to be a, a good addition to that midfielder. Obviously finds the ball naturally, but uh, good size. Kick goals too. Good size, yep. That, and that's, you know, they need goal-kicking big mids, don't they? Yep, they certainly do. So uh, I can't wait to see him at sort of like 87, 88, 89, and then 
sort of once he really but like a real Josh Kennedy, Paddy Cripps type, type mold. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, that's I'm. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Uh, news time, and you know what? We're nearly going to hit this on time. Now on the other side of this, so. Look what walked in. I can see it in the background. Yeah, Matty Penner and Annie O'Neill, they've got the Strikers WBBL trophy. They're going to be in studio with us on the other side of this. We're powered by Lumo Energy SA and Bryce. We're on time. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker. For immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tyre Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tyre safety check at your local Tyre Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. We've just gone 8.02. Live from SNSA's studio, Lumo, Miles Fitzner, Bryce Gibbs with you. Discover a better way to build weeks homes. Discover different. What a treat for us, Bryce. What a treat for us. How good is this? Yeah. It, it, this is nearly the best trophy I've ever seen. Well, you haven't seen many because you played at Carlton and the Crows, I, mate, I, and they are both crap. I've got a wizard cup. Oh, well, mate, wizard that, cup. That, that's as close as I've gotten to any type of silverware we're, in my career. So this is, this is special. Mate, this is special. The thing even lights up too, uh, and it's got a, a rather large-sized dish at the top, and we just uh, might touch on what's gone in that over the last uh, <laughs> the last few days. Uh, we've got Matty Penner and Annie O'Neill in studio after their WBBL win. Uh, ladies, how exciting. Um, I can't even see this trophy's that big. Uh, I'll start with you, uh, Maddie. It, it's what a win. And and essentially from what you guys have had to go through in previous years, and we'll get to that in a moment, but uh, firstly start with the party. How, how we, We'll start there. Tell us a bit about afterwards and what happened in the party because we know as South Australians we like to celebrate a win. But uh, I'm sure you guys have put a little bit in the top of that trophy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I think for me anyway, Saturday's mixed into Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So um, the, all the days kind of like mixed in together. But we, we definitely celebrated hard with this one. Is yeah. that why? What day is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, is, that, is that why we weren't able to get you until today? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about uh, tell us about the game. Um, we want to touch a little bit historically. It, it's been, and especially for you, you were at the hit the winning runs in the semi. Is that right? But then last year, you're also at the crease when you sort of more heartbreak. So was it a little bit sort of like um, what's the word for it? Bit of redemption, a bit of like bang. Yeah, this is the one, and then we got it. Yeah, definitely. And I think for me as well, the last few games they kept showing that that replay. Um, of me in tears um, last year's final, so the whole country's seen a cry now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you tell them to get stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bit embarrassing. So um, yeah, it was definitely quite nice to get the win. Uh, obviously, they're, they're a pretty good side and have got some some stars as well. But what was going on with the their batting issue with the light? There was about a, a delay for about six or seven minutes, and we're, we're trying to work out what was going on. Surely, we're just playing cricket, aren't we? The, you can't help the the weather and, and the sun. Um, what, what was going on out there? Because I know there was a bit of chatter going on between between two, the, both the teams. Yeah, we, we were kind of wondering what was actually going on and why we stopped play. Um, and then we figured out it was because she couldn't see and she was scared of facing Darcy Brown and, and being hit. So um, we were taking the taking the mickey out of it a little bit when we were out there and, and trying to give her our sunnies and say, come on, like, crack on. <laughs> um, yeah, have you ever heard of a sun delay in cricket? A sun delay? It was genuinely a sun delay. Yeah. We've had rain delay and... Whatever else, like, but a sun delay. Sun yeah. delay, because the sun was in the like it was in a spot where it was like just as it was setting, 
it was just in the corner of the eye. Yeah. And we were like, well, we can't see in the field, so does that mean we get to stop when <laughs> make we can't a see point. either? A sun delay. Yeah, it was, was strange. That, this couldn't be any stranger. Uh, I want to talk about your grade cricket score. Is this, <laughs> is this correct? You got a high score of 242 not out. I do. It was a long time ago, yeah? Good... Five years ago, five, six years ago. No one on radio knows that, Addy. <laughs> we, we can run with it. Um, you know, played the one game. They said, what's it like to be around and like and sort of now start to try to pile a few on at the strikers? It must be like a bit of a whirlwind. You've worked at it. If that's five years ago, you've been working at it a while. Yeah. Luckily, um, Tali McGrath has a bad back. So I got in for two games over in Perth. And, yeah, it's, it's such a cool feeling to be out like in the strikers because it's such a big tournament and there's just so much buzz around. It's a bit different to playing club cricket, obviously, but... Yeah, it's, it's just such a cool thing to be a part of. Tell us a bit about the coaching group. I saw Nat Von Birdo's involved yeah. um, as well, and I know Nat quite well. She doesn't mind a party too every now and then. Now her kids are getting a little bit older. Yeah. She was on the D floor a fair bit when we went out. Yeah. Um, she's got some moves. Yeah, Nat, Nat surprised me. Nat was... Yeah, she's, yeah, yeah, she, she sneaks was, up on you. Yeah, yeah we were, I, was, I was dancing a lot, and um, in the corner of my eye, I was like, who is that? He's in a striker shirt. And then it was Nat. She'll, she be, was... she'll be so embarrassed that I brought that up <laughs> on, on here. Well, the, the, tell us about the coaching group, though. Well, like, what's it made up of? There's, I know there's a few different people, from, essentially from like Nat, from different sports. Is there, Can you explain or tell us a little bit more about a few of the coaches? Well, yeah, we had um, Amy Satterthwaite from New Zealand come over this year as our assistant coach. Um, For ba- our batting coach. Our batting yeah. coach, yeah. And, um, yeah, she was great around the group. Um, we had her and then we had, obviously, Jude Coleman, who's now heading to the dark side. She's gone to, to Tassie. Right. Um, she's, yeah, she was our bowling coach. And then, obviously, we've had Luke, who's been around for a, a few years now. What um, is it sort of like with the men's that your teams can get broken up almost straight away and then they go and sign at other teams? Are you trying to keep the unit together that you've just taken it out or is it is it harder to keep a, a, a winning side together? Well, our team from last season actually stayed pretty similar. I think we only had maybe three or four changes. Um, but the thing is that it's kind of based on the internationals because you can only sign them for one year and also their schedule... You know, they might disappear halfway through the tournament and not be available because they're, you know, playing for England or India or South Africa. So it's probably the internationals that change the most. Is it going to make much of a difference to your side? Have you already got back-to-back in your head? Oh, absolutely. 100%. I think most of us are signed on for yeah, next year. I think there's yep. only two or three that aren't signed on for next year. So we'll probably have to take the same Yeah, core it'll group be similar, again. yep. Uh, so tell us about a bit of a lucky charm you had towards the, the back end of the tournament. We saw uh, a little lad... Uh, from Make-A-Wish Foundation come and spend uh, a day with the team. That was a, what he wanted to do. And uh, we saw some great vision of, of you girls getting around him. Um, talk us through that and, and how special uh, that, that time was. Yeah, so that we had um, little Elijah. He's a big Talia McGrath fan. And I think he watched her play, you know, play for Australia and dominate for Australia. So that's where he kind of got that um, fanboyness for her. Um, so, yeah, when we played in Sydney a couple of weeks ago, he came along and was kind of a striker for a day and we ended up winning. Both we won games. both games. Yeah. I think he was only there for one of them. but It was also he... the only game Talia scored runs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she scored 93 and he, he was given a, a throwdowns before the game. So we said, once we won the challenger, we said, Elisha, you got to be on that flight because he's from Melbourne. 
he said, you've got to be on that flight, you got to be on the sidelines with us. And, yeah, luckily he was there and got to come up and hold the trophy with us when we won. And it was, I think it was just such a cool moment That's for fantastic. us and for him. That's a huge, um, like, it'd be big for him, yeah. especially, um, we've spoke about it a little bit before about, uh, in our show, um, about men's health and doing things for other people and those sort of things. Tell us a bit about what happens now, season-wise, in regards to what sort of cricket for you two in particular now through the through the summer? We actually go straight into WNCL stuff. So we go yep. straight into 50 over cricket. Uh, we start training on Monday. Um, we were a couple of runs before. <laughs> what, get, just to... Get one more week in. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just to celebrate. <laughs> just sweat a little bit out. <laughs> we actually, we both have it running and, and gym tomorrow. So it's kind of easing us back in. But um, our first game's... Uh, the 18th and 20th of December in Canberra. So, yeah, it's a bit of a quick turnaround, but um, straight into that. And then the new year looks pretty busy for us as well. And the Aussie girls head off to India on Saturday. So they have a couple of weeks there. And so it's pretty full on. Like you, you get a couple of days and then it's bang straight into it. What's the association like with the men's strikers? Do you try and go to watch a few of those games or don't see them much? Or we don't say that? Well, it depends because sometimes we have yeah. WNCL, so... Uh, I could yeah. just, the voice just started to go, hey, didn't end up at last thing, did you? Just to punch it out some karaoke. <laughs> hey, uh, guys, we couldn't be more chuffed. We had, on Monday morning, didn't we? We started uh, this show because I've come back from Melbourne and everyone pumped in, didn't they, on the, on the text machine and called in. They were absolutely over the moon that you guys had taken out. Um, taking out the championship. And with a trophy like that, oh, that's at least – you'd be 15, 15 cruisers would go on the top of that <laughs> thing. You betcha. And I, I would have thought. And, and I'd, I'd hate to – I reckon if someone touched that, it would be a chance to get COVID nearly out of what, <laughs> what have you guys been doing the last oh, uh, the last few days. But congratulations. We're chuffed for you. It's been superb. Hopefully get more people in on board and look forward to going back-to-back. That's what we want because we all love a winner. So Absolutely. thanks so much for coming in. Thanks, guys. Thanks Thank for you. having me. Um, oh, we're going to get a photo with this trophy here, Gibbsy, because you, you haven't been near any oh, no, this silverware. Is a very special moment <laughs> and, for me. And I can't. This is as good as it gets. I can't talk, but we're definitely getting a photo <laughs> with that. We're going to jump to a break. All thanks to Morn Team for their continued support. We'll be back right after this. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire Power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. Welcome back. We've got 8.17. That was a good chat, that. They, just, they wanted to give a shout-out, too, about the South Coast Seltzers. They're their sponsor. Imagine being sponsored by the Seltzers. <laughs> there would have been 2,500 in that time. They said when they left, the trophy's worth 30,000. Yeah. Unreal. And that medal, what'd she say, 8,000 or something? Yeah. Well, she, she actually threw a bit of stick at you and said... Maddie did say, do you want to hold it? Because he wouldn't have held one before. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I love that. It has that. been a while, but uh, when we won the NAB Cup back in uh, 2007, well, it's the only bit of silverware I've got. I thought, well, you won a McGarry, mate. I'm talking team success. Mate, no. That's as, clo- that's as close as it gets. You're past that now. <laughs> oh, no. You're past that. Well, not when the Panthers win the flag this year in the Sandful. Yeah, well, that will be... When we beat I, up I, on everyone. I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on that. Like Everyone knows I'm Norwood, but... That's it's been a long time, hasn't it? Everyone's second favourite team, as I'm told. But uh, now, nah, well overdue the Panthers uh, for some success. So 
That's uh, that's what is keeping me going, Miles. Oh four two seven one five four one double six. A little bit of a recap. Uh, the Socceroos are through, of course. Now, if you haven't heard that this morning, uh, you haven't either turned on a radio or TV or picked up um, your phone. And it's Argentina who and will it, play in the uh, round of sixteen on Sunday morning, five thirty. Who sung that song? Don't cry for me, Argentina. Who was that, Jase? Yeah, thank you. Um, now, giveaway. Annie Annie gets a Signet Power Bank. She called straight in straight away. We've had a lot of good texts. Um, who sung it? Avita. Yeah, that's it. Um, someone said, no more listening this morning, boys. Too much irrelevant talk on this great day. Well, mate, it's not irrelevant. We've, we did an hour and a bit half of World Cup at the front. So um, uh, what else have we got here? Uh, Gibbo and Milo. Got a ring to it. Breakfast is your calling. Would be fantastic to hear the A-team in the mornings. Also, Tags and Milo. Thinking of your mum, Miles. All the best. Dan from Nan. Good on you, Dan. Appreciate that. Well done, fellas. Getting people to talk to their friends and family about the troubles is simple but a vital message. Couldn't agree. Bryce, I love listening to your soccer knowledge on this beautiful morning. Um, how good was that win from the Aussies? A lot of texts coming in too. Annie gets the Signet Power Bank to the value of fifty nine ninety five. a Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24 hours a day. Um, next week, we've got the V8s this weekend. I'm going to go to the cars. I'm, I'm off to the races on Saturday. I've got two runners. We'll have a tip on the other side of this. V8s, cricket next week. We're we going to try to get Bath Duplessis and Peter Siddle. Ooh, can you pull it off? Can you call in the, the well, big I can, dogs and well, I can. make it happen? Well, I can. That's why we got you on this show, to, to uh, get all the big dogs. Yeah. This is really bad terminology there. <laughs> <laughs> really bad terminology there. It's it's twenty past eight. <laughs> it's a fair dinkum. Uh, your Saturday show's on again, isn't it? We are. Uh, Tommy Lyons stepped into the big boy chair, and we'll uh, we've got a couple of weeks left to go. So uh, it was a fun show with him last week, and uh, we'll be back on from eight thirty a.m. on Saturday morning. Well, on the other side of this, I'm going to give you my tip for the weekend here in South Australian racing. I don't know. We don't have a name or a stinger for it, but we're going to – I'm going to – can I do that? Won't I'm be – uh, I can do what I want, can't I? It's not a show with Milo, the, the great uh, Fitzmagic, if Without uh, a tip. you're not throwing a tip out for yeah, the, well. the listeners. Um, we do it all thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrances this Christmas, and also Morn Team, their continued support – one of our most loyal and loved. We're going to go to a break. We'll come back, wrap the show on the other side of this. Montane Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for immediate delivery on class-leading Kia vehicles. Tire power. Think safety this December. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local tire power. Summer Breakfast with Miles Fitzner and Bryce Gibbs. I'm better than ever. I'm looking at you. Oh, welcome back. 826, Thursday, December 1. Socceroos are through. But more so, you and I are through one week. It's been one week since you looked at me. How do you think we've gone? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not much for self-reporting. I, I think we've built nicely. Well, we're built we're, into... We're, bu- we're building nicely. We're building into next week. Yeah, we've got a jam-packed Next week, the test cricket starts everywhere. Thursday. Well, the supercars over the weekend. Yep. Socceroos over the weekend. Yep. Cricket... As you said, Adelaide Test. Thursday. Thursday. And it's, then... It's all happening. Then that week's done. We're going to try to go to the... We are just talking in the ad break. We're going to go big. I think we're going to go big. Because this is the whole point. Not many other shows in Adelaide are on. 
everyone's winding up and we're still grinding away. We're, they're winding up. They're winding down and we've wound down and we're just... Still giving the people what they the want. The back of the crank toy just got the <laughs> twist and we're just marching on our way to Christmas. That's oh, good. It's very good. I've got two runners in the same race this weekend at Morfittville. I should have pulled that up in the ad break instead of talking about... Um, shouldn't I? Well, this is what you do. This is... Uh, you're the expert in this field. I, well, kind of. I'll make sure I tweet... We're going to tweet it on our um, SCNSA Twitter page, of course. But at Morfittville, I've just got to make sure I find the right race here. Um, because... Here we are, race number five. I've got two runners in it. I've got Munster, the top weight, at 60, and I've got Just Chipping Away, number six. And um, I'm going to, I reckon Just Chip might go pretty close. So race five, number six, Just Chipping Away, each way, $10.260. It is. And that's what I'm, that's a little, little nibble there. Little fill up for the listeners on a, on a Saturday. Well, I hope so. And then I think. Pudding's going to be very hard to beat of um, Rich and Chantel Jollies in race number six, so race six, number four. Pudding. You know, we all love a bit of pudding. bit of Christmas pudding. It's um, getting closer to that time of year. Well, it is that time of year. Righto. But before we go, a predictions. Argentina, Australia, score. Go. Can we write these down, Jace? So that we'll... What's, what happens? And so you're going to go, geez, I hope. So now this makes you actually put your money where your mouth is. No, I'm, I don't hope. I think... Uh, the, yeah, the, look at the grin on your I, face. I think the Socceroos will win in extra time. It'll be a draw at the end of regular time and we'll win in uh, extra time. I'm not being a Debbie Downer. I live in hope, but I'm also a realist. 4-0 loss. Oh, so what? You're saying you're not get, you won't get up for it if you think that's going to be the scoreline. I'll get up. 5.30 Is Sunday that on Australian? I've got to be real here, don't I? No, I'm, I'll say 2-0. 2-0 loss. Hang on, you've gone. You've just cut cut the margin in half all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. What is it? Four nil or two nil? Nah, two nil. Two nil loss. Two nil loss. And you're saying so- extra- Socceroos winning extra time be uh, a draw at the uh, end of regulation. You know what? I'll have a bet with you. I'll have, do. I have a bet. <laughs> Righto. Bottle of red. Yeah. Okay. What for the whoever's closest? <laughs> okay. So if it hits extra time, you essentially if it's a draw, you if win. If it's a draw, I win. Yep. If it's 1-0, it's we split I win. It. Uh, no, you don't win. Yeah. You just said 4-0. No, well, you get extra time Australia <laughs> win in the draw and I get 1-0 Argentina and 2-0 Argentina. Right. We'll see how we go. Um, thanks to Chemist Warehouse, Morn Team, all our partners, Weeks Homes. That's it for the week. You're on Saturday. I'm on Sunday Trackside. We'll see you next week.